Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Sexy Real Estate Recruiting Podcast. I am here on a, on a, on a, on a Sunday fun day. Sunday fun day, that's right. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I love a Sunday, going? especially when we're doing podcasts. Yeah, you got that right. Yeah. How's it going, man? Uh, absolutely fabulous. Like we say all the time, we can't say this enough, man. It's another day in paradise. It's, it's supposed to be in the 70s this week with the low of 50s. I mean, this is, this is wintertime for us in Florida, man. Yeah, I know, right? Like rub it in there, everybody. The yep. <laughs> and 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 for for my family especially, it's Masters weekend. And when right. you start combining, right? Because the Masters is usually in April. You know, golf tournament right. for listening. Right. When you start combining the Masters <laughs> with college football, like what? Uh, there's and there's cool just a little, there's just a little dip in my couch in there. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> where, I've been, where I've been sitting, and it's like. Yeah, that's 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 daddy's spot right there. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice. And then you open the window a little bit, and the cool air comes in. What a great fall day, right? Yeah, I've, yeah. I've, absolutely. You know, you love fall. I love fall. It seems like everybody loves fall. It's everybody's favorite season. A lot of times it lasts like a week. Yeah. But talking about liking, you know, similar things, that's exactly what we're going to yep. uh, be, be talking about today. We're going to be talking right. about, you know, r- rapport building um, th- throughout the throughout the entire process. Right, right. Especially, we're going to focus on the interview, certainly. But uh, yep. but it's it's absolutely critical through the appointment process, exactly like you said, Ben, in the appointment and absolutely through the onboarding too. Right. So yep. so I'm going to point something out. We'll talk a little bit more about this. A little bit more about this later. This isn't just for you as the recruiting manager. If you're the only one doing this, then growth is all on your shoulders, right? And yeah. we talk about that all the time. That's not the way that this goes. Yep. Growth has to be the company culture. So when it comes to building rapport, everyone should be a little bit versed on this. Everybody that's going to touch that recruit through the process, whoever whoever's going to be doing that, whether it's somebody helping you set appointments, whether it's somebody that's actually making your calls, your welcome specialist, whether it's your follow-up people, whoever it is, your brand ambassadors, they all should be well-versed on building rapport. Okay. Yes. And, uh, and so we're going to talk about what, you know, building rapport is, of course, you know, it's, uh, you know, people, the, the, the best description I've ever heard of it is, of course, people like people who are like themselves, right? Yeah. Who do we, uh, yeah. Who do we surround ourselves with? Not our family. Cause we don't get to pick our family, right? Yeah. <laughs> Family's kind of, that's who we got baby. But <laughs> this is a little bit yeah. scary to me. Do you think that, you think that I, this is terrifying, actually, I yeah. hang out with you all the time. Right. Uh-oh, scary. Is it because I feel like you are like me? Uh-oh. Dun, 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 dun. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Spoiler uh, alert, Ben. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. That, Pat, pat's that. on the back. I'll take them anytime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so people, people like people who are like themselves, right? They yeah. like people with those common beliefs. They like those people with those common themes. So if you're trying to win at recruiting, First of all, you want to be around people. You want to you want to hire those people that are like you because that's how they stay long term. That's why we talk about being authentic and interviews and everything, right? So so let me uh, let me make sure that I'm clear on on this part. When we talk about these things, this is not to trick somebody into coming on board with you. When we talk about building rapport, what what you're doing is you're allowing them and yourself to not be nervous about the conversations that actually fundamentally allow you to decide whether you guys are a good fit for each other. That's what we're actually doing. Okay. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, so let's 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 dive into the first one. And, and before I dive into that first one, guys, if 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 you listen to this on on iTunes or YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Subscribe to the channel. Um, we went over a thousand downloads the other day, and so you know we're just we're really supportive of you guys. But before we dove, dove into that, I just want to make sure that wherever you're listening, make sure you're following the podcast because we really appreciate it. Right. Um, so, and if you know somebody that sucks at rapport, go ahead and share this with them too. <laughs> They're like, I really like football. I hate football. <laughs> well, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, I hate you. <laughs> you want to come work for me? <laughs> um, so, so yeah, let's talk about mirroring, matching. Right. So, uh, so that's whenever, uh, that's whenever, you know, things like phrases and actions and how they're saying things in your tone and your mannerisms and all that kind of stuff. That's when you're kind of mirroring those things with them. Okay. Here's a, here's a big reason why we want to make sure that we're doing that. It allows people to comfortably get into the conversation quicker with you. And they're more likely to listen deeper if there's some commonality in what you're saying to each other. Okay. So if you're using phrases like what they use, so you and I joke around all the time. We talk about the weather whenever we get on the podcast all the time, right? How can we, how can we talk about the weather? It's, it's very simple. It's very easy. Everybody has weather where they're at. That's right. Everybody's weather where they're at. (laughs) So it's creating, it's creating, you know, that it's creating that mirroring with them right there. We're talking about our weather and then they're, they're, they're thinking about their weather. Right. So that's what it's doing is it's starting to begin that rapport building. It's starting to begin that rapport building process. Right. So mannerisms are, are another one. Okay. So I'm not real big on like, if somebody puts their hands on their face and you sit forward and put your hands on your face and if somebody scratches their head, you scratch their head. Those things absolutely work. Right. A <laughs> yeah. Psychologists will do that. You know, they'll, they'll tell you about that and everything. I'm not really big on, I'm not really big on that, but I am really big on if they're, if you lean in and they lean back and cross their arms, I think you need to lean back. I think you need to go back, go ahead and give them back their, go ahead and give them back their space, right? Those are the type of things that I'm talking about whenever I'm, whenever I'm saying build rapport, they might not be to that point in the conversation with you yet. And so if you lean in and put both your hands up and put your chin on it and look at them and you know, they kind of squirm in their seat just a little bit and they, and they cross their legs and they sit back, you need to pay attention to that, right? Yes. Those are the little things that you need to make sure that you're matching. And so if they sit back like that, go ahead and be cognizant of it, right? Read the message that they just sent you and go ahead and sit the hell back too. <laughs> right? get back to a comfortable place with them yeah so if somebody so if somebody leans back you shouldn't start like crawling over the desk like the girl no. from the <laughs> they gave me space they gave me space i'm taking it <laughs> I'm, closing <No>. it. <laughs> I'm closing it for the kill no absolutely not no absolutely not uh phrases phrases are a big one too right so i'm from i'm from georgia we were talking to will thurman the other day remember Yep. And, uh, and, and as we were talking to him, he was doing the same thing that I was doing. You know, he had all kinds of, you know, he says, you know, I grew up so far back in the woods, you know, we had to come towards town to go hunting. Right. Those are the kind of things that he and I both like. We think that we think that stuff's funny. Right. Absolutely. Those phrases are th- those phrases, mm-hmm. you know, match people up. You know what I'm saying? They, they kind of yeah. connect people. Those are the type of things that, that you want to look for. Now, don't go out of your way to be disingenuous about those things, but notice them. Right. Hey guys, this podcast is powered by Prospect Boomerang. We all know broker owners struggle with profitability. Prospect Boomerang compounds your profits by recruiting the best agents to your brokerage. For consistent growth, visit prospectboomerang.com. Yep. So, uh, so if we're talking about phrases and actions, you know, does, does this also bring into um, things like beliefs? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. 
And and uh, and so you know we're, we're you know in in interviews right we're we're not talking religion we're not talking uh you know we're not talking you know politics we're staying away from we're not we're staying away from those things right and and it's not that you can't eventually have those conversations with them but that does not need to turn into the focus of the conversation here here's the reason why there might be some people that belong to the same exact church you do but they do not look at business the same way you do there might be some people that are in the same political party as you but how they treat their customers is different than you. Yeah. And it's not going to fit. You shouldn't be making decisions. Those things are important. And absolutely those are factors. And absolutely those are things that you can factor into it. But it should not be fundamentally what you're making your decision on. Those things will come up. I would urge you to keep those out of the conversation whenever you're talking to somebody from a, from a recruiting perspective. Yeah, absolutely. So just kind of remove, kind of, kind of remove anything that could be controversial. Right, right. And, and things that you know are going to come up that honestly, you know, you could probably pay a little bit of attention to their social media and see if you're, see if you're close or not. You know what I'm saying? That, that's not yeah. something that you need to, to spend a ton of time in there. So when we're talking about beliefs, we're talking about business beliefs. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. We're talking about fundamentally how they do business, not, not, the, not the, their other beliefs, which those other things impact them. Don't get me wrong. But those things will come up, and, and of course, they're, they're obvious, again, on, on social media, and they'll be obvious when you have your conversations with them, and when you're doing your follow-up, they'll come up. You don't need to be going out of your way to have those conversations about politics and religion, okay? Yeah, so, so you had mentioned just a second ago, um, you know, kind of finding commonalities. Mm -hmm. talk, talk to me about, you know, what you mean by commonality, but also, uh, you know, how much, would you, how much would you really focus on those in, in the interview? Yeah. So good question. So, so absolutely commonalities are, are really important. And, uh, and here's a, especially business commonalities, like we just kind of touched on, you know, here's what, here's what you're looking, here's what you're looking for when you have those conversations and they're, and they're saying those things and you bring up those commonalities, right? So if somebody's talking, so let me give you a perfect example. Let's say that you and I are in, a, in an interview and, and I'm talking and, uh, and I say, well, yeah, I went to the, I went to the university of, uh, of Kentucky. What, I, I threw up in my mouth a little bit there. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> anyway, guys, if, uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. Our last episode ever. <laughs> so, uh, so I say I went to the University of Kentucky, and you never said I'm a doctor. I went to the University of Kentucky. You never bring that up, and you dismiss that commonality. I actually later, if I don't, if I, if I, if we don't have that conversation. Later, we're talking and it comes up. I feel like you held that back from me. That's just how people are. Why yeah. didn't he mention that whenever I mentioned that? So whenever commonalities come up, you know, the one thing that you're going to do is you're going to bring them up because it proves you were listening. Okay. It gives that solid proof that you're actually paying attention to the conversation. <clears throat> the other thing that it does is it shares that common belief, right? Because University of Kentucky people, they believe certain things, especially about the alma mater, their alumni, all that kind of stuff, right? There's a common belief and common thread there. That doesn't mean that you spend the next 45 minutes in the conversation talking about, you know, the University of Kentucky, but absolutely you acknowledge that commonality. But and you could. The rest, what's that? But you could, if, you know, if right, people yeah. wanted to. <laughs> right. Because then, then, yeah. there'd be a lot of good, great stuff to talk about. <laughs> so I guess you could, Ben, okay? Call, <laughs> but, call me. If you guys get in that car, call me. Like, I want I want in. I want, that's right. I want to jump into that conversation, but, but, but you're going to bring that, you're going to bring up that commonality, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. so looking for commonalities, here's a few things to, uh, here's a few things to bring up. If you're, if you're, uh, you know, working on building rapport, you know, people love talking about themselves, right? Yep. They, they love talking about their business. However, 
they typically love talking about their family, especially their kids, more than anything else. The yeah. only thing they like more than that are their pets. Okay. So pets, kids, family, uh, you know, hobbies, things like that are all things that people are, that you're going to have a real easy time building rapport on because those things are all centered around their beliefs. Yeah. As you bring those, as you bring those things up and as you talk about those, you're going to, you're going to find some commonality in, in some of those things and you're going to acknowledge it, acknowledge the benefit of having that commonality. And then you're going to make sure later you acknowledge it. Here's what I mean by that. Let's say that you, uh, let's say the university of Kentucky thing, uh, after we get done with the, uh, after we get done with the interview, if I interviewed somebody that went to the university of Kentucky and I thought they were a good fit, I would call Ben Spears and say, Hey Ben, I just interviewed this guy. That's whatever it is. Do you mind reaching out to him? He went to university of Kentucky too. Do you mind reaching out to him and just talking to him a little bit about the office? Now you're using that rapport with someone else that's in the office that you're going to be able to continue building on that, building on that scenario. Right. So you're going to leverage that commonality. Yeah. Yeah. That's a perfect example. Um, And I love where you were talking about, you know, you know, given the the obvious things, right. People like talking about themselves, their kids, their pets, their travel, you know, more so than anything else. Um, But that guys, that's why Matt actually named his dog recruiting. That's right. Come here, recruiting. Come He's here, such recruiting. a good puppy. <laughs> Griff's like recruiting's my middle name. Um, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> not McSniffin. It's not Griffin McSniffin. <laughs> exactly. This this next thing I want to bring up is something that I feel like probably happens more in interviews and more when we're oh, yeah. coaching people uh, than anything else. I know that I know that you oh, had yeah. a call a call the other day um, where even before you know they even got started. Yep. You know, it was like, what? And, and, uh, and that's in, that's interrupting. Oh, yeah. Right. And so, and guys, it's that, that's where sometimes even a script, right. Can be a detriment, right. You want to yep. have a script. You want to know what you're doing, yep. but you, you know, a lot of brokers will, will stick to that script so hard that they yep. interrupt what someone's saying when they see them veering away from absolutely trained conversation. So talk absolutely. to us a little bit about interruptions. Yeah, such a great point, Ben. And so let me say this before we go any farther. Rapport is more important than your script. Yeah, that's good. Okay. So so absolutely, rapport is more important than your script. So so what you want to do is and and don't get me wrong, a script is really super important, but that just places where rapport is in this situation. You can have the best script in the world and if the rapport is no good, you're not going to hire them. And the flip side is true. If you have incredible rapport with them and you screw the script up three times from Sunday, there's still a really good chance you're going to be able to hire them, right? So this starts with, with not interrupting people, okay? And so there's a couple of different ways that we're talking about don't interrupting, not interrupting, okay? Here, let me let me tell you let me tell you a specific a, a specific one, okay? Don't you answer that text and that phone call during your interview? Yeah, <laughs> that's that's an interruption, yeah. an interview, right? So so. Uh, so the, the comedian Jerry Seinfeld, right, had a real funny skit about uh, a reservation, right? Anybody can take a reservation. The key is keeping the reservation, right? <laughs> so anyone can show up to an interview. The key is keeping the interview, right? <laughs> so when that person sits down with you, what they're doing is they're testing out you and your company in a leadership role. Yeah. How do you want to be seen as a leader, right? We're going to talk a little bit more about this in just a, in just a second, but so, so the reason why so many times people interrupt is 
is they want to show their knowledge on the situation. They want to show their help. This is where I want you to, where, where I want, you know, the recruiting managers out there uh, to be really, to be really careful. Okay. A lot of times when we interrupt, it's because they said something and we really want to help. Mm-hmm. We really want to jump in and solve for them. We see the opening to give a solution that we know we can help out with. And so we dive right in and we say, this is how I can help. And they were halfway through what their problem was. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so uh, it, it, it makes you seem like nervous. It makes you it. seem, yeah. um, it definitely makes you seem like you're not listening. Yep. And, and yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's I, I, I will raise my hand to say sometimes like I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not very good at this. <laughs> oh, me too. Yeah, oh, I mean, to, people listen to the my, podcast. Ben. My point across. Cause I'm always right. People, people listen to the podcast, man. They know how much I interrupt you. It's constant. <laughs> There's, there was an old uh, Saturday Night Live skit of, you know, I don't know if people even know who Ross Perot is anymore. Oh yeah. Um, but they were doing like the debate, and uh-huh. uh, and he kept getting interrupted. He kept saying, "Can I finish?" Can't finish, can't finish. And it was Dana Carvey. <laughs> <laughs> Who did an incredible Ross Perot. Yes. Dana absolutely. Carvey's Ross Perot was spot on. Yeah. Can't finish. Can't finish. Can't finish. That's how people feel, right? When you interrupt. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and the key is okay so so we've talked about going three deep in, in on a on a, a question or an answer right and yeah. so i'm going to review that really quickly there's a great podcast that we did on it but but here's what it, here's what it boils down to if somebody gives you an answer you ask clarifying questions on that answer so ben i i, I understand that leads are a struggle for you what is it specifically about about leads that, that you're struggling with instead of ben just saying oh yeah well leads are really a problem and then me jumping in and interrupting and going, oh, well, you know what we do? This is how we handle leads. And this is what we do. And this is that. But his, his conversation might have been, I have enough leads. My team isn't converting them well. But because I didn't dig in and because I was so prepared to answer and solve for them, I really didn't get to the bottom of it. Ask the question to get to the bottom of it. When the person leaves the interview and, and, they, and they will have you know just come clean, they would have laid it all out there, right? They're going to yeah. feel better about that. They're going to feel like they had rapport with you because what you did is you pulled, you didn't take a cursory answer. You really pulled something out and, and got to the bottom of it with them. They're going to feel like, oh my gosh, that's, that, that is really, that was really valuable time spent rapport, right? What do you, and, what do you and, call that? Sorry, we're talking about interruptions, but I'm interrupting. <clears throat> what do you call it? And, and, and if it wasn't you, I apologize, but <clears throat> you're the only person I talked to. Like so, so many levels deep. There's like a number. Like you need to go three deep. Yeah, three. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's three deep on the. It's it's absolutely three deep on the on the conversation. It is. Uh, you need to ask. You know, three three levels into the into the answer, and uh, in order to get to the real truth. And what you'll and what you'll notice is, guys, if you if you do this a lot, don't don't do it on everything they say, right? But do it on the ones that you know are the are the are the really important ones. Yeah. The first answer they give is a, uh, is a, a basic answer. It's almost canned. The second answer they give is defensive. The third answer is the truth. I like that. I see so you've told me that. that's why I ask these questions guys. Cause yeah. you know, Matt, he'll share these things and then you're like, I don't know if he's giving me all of it yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm typically not, <laughs> but, but that makes perfect sense. Right. It's like, Hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm fine. Yep. Are, are you really doing fine? Like, 
Well, yes, yeah, what makes yeah, what makes you ask that? What makes what makes well, you just you just that? had a look on your face like whenever I asked how you were doing, it just looked like, well, you know, my dog just died. Yeah, that's Rec- that's recruiting. how it works. Recruiting. Just died. <laughs> yeah, my. <laughs> hey, I know, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That kind of that kind of brings us to the to the reason why we're talking about all of this. Okay, this is yes. why you're why you're building rapport, right? It's about yep. leadership. That's yep. that is the bottom line. When, when somebody's on an interview with you, when somebody's went through the appointment process with you, they're wanting to know what kind of leader and what type of leadership they can expect from you and your company. Yes. If, you're, if, if you're interrupting constantly, if you're not putting effort into truly listening to them and focusing on what they're saying and, and confirming that by talking about commonality, and if, you're not, and if you're not really matching what it is that they're saying and listening close enough to be able to read what's going on in the conversation, they're going to think that's what type of leader you are. Yeah, I'm just getting the haphazard leader. Right. And, and so if if uh, and we talk about this all the time. Right. But if if they're there just specifically for the commission split, if you're saying, well, Matt, it really doesn't matter. You know, agents just care about money and they care about leads and nothing else. <clears throat> I get that. OK. And rock on if that's your whole pitch. But as soon as somebody comes along with a better commission option and a better and, a, and so, what the agent thinks is a better <clears throat> lead pitch. At that point, they're going to leave. If they only came for those things, then they're absolutely going to leave for those things. You, you cannot just be that type of leader if you want to have some legacy in your business. If you want, if you want compounding profitability, you have to get those right people. You have to get them connected. You got to roll your sleeves up. You got to be, you got to be in the in the conversation with them, and you got to build rapport. And you do that by doing those three things: mirroring yeah. and matching, focusing on commonality, and and not interrupting. Yeah. And I would argue, and I know this is a different podcast, but I would argue that <clears throat> I was thinking about this the other day. I would argue that the brokers out there who are saying like, well, gosh, you know, um, it's all about the compensation. It's all about the commission. It's all about the money, that kind of thing. <clears throat> if that's real, if that's really where your mindset is of why you're truly feeling like um, why, why you're failing as uh, from a recruiting standpoint is that that may be truly what's important to you. Right. And, and if, and if you're only looking at that agent as a dollar, a dollar sign, right. That's where this is coming, coming through. It's like, <clears throat> if you're, if you have an interview with someone and you're only talking about commission, cause you think that's the only thing yep. that's important to them, then they're absolutely thinking that, that that's the only thing that's important to you. Right. Right. And now all 100%. of a sudden they're like, they start feeling like a number, right? right? This guy's always talking about percentages right. and numbers and dollar signs. Like, is that, it, is that it, how he looks at me? Right. And, and it's okay if that is right. So we're not, we're not here to, to, to detract from anybody's model and way of doing things. Right. But, but if that's not who you are and, and if you do want people to, to not look at you and your brokerage, like they're there just for the number, then you're going to have to, you're gonna have to roll your sleeves up and you're going to have to be better than that. You're going to have to, you're going to have to dig in and it's going to have to be more about, you know, that rapport with them. It's going to have to be about re-recruiting them, all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a hundred percent like what it, whatever, whatever you're all about, that's what your brokerage needs to be all about. And the right. agents inside of it, they need to be all about that too. That's exactly right. Authenticity, <laughs> transparent authenticity. Yep. That's exactly right. All right, Matt. Well, you just, you just kind of summed it up there a second ago. Yeah. So I'm not going to ask you to sum it up again, but <clears throat> um, I'll close this out. If you don't have anything 
No, man, I'm, I'm good. I, I love it. I love spending our Sunday morning this way. There's nothing like, you know, helping people out in podcast land. Like recruiting church, man. Right. All right, guys. <laughs> if you're listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, any of those platforms, make sure you hit that button um, and follow the podcast. Um, if by some chance you are watching this or listening to it on YouTube, make sure you hit that red button, subscribe to the channel, hit that bell right beside of it. You'll get notified every time we drop a new episode. If you want to watch all this in the same place, make sure you go to prospectboomerang.com. Um, all the audio, all the videos there, um, along with a little box. You can sign up for our VIP list and get free monthly recruiting tips, tricks, and hacks sent to your inbox. Um, we do these things, and you know we, we come out here and we preach about recruiting. On Sunday morning? For one reason and one reason alone. And tell me why, tell me why that is, Matt. Because we want to be part of their win.